and you're listening to The Mixer and I'm Eric and I've said and four times now and we are <laughs> 20 <laughs> seconds in I'm already it's here live. it's live yeah. is this recording yeah. I didn't know you oh sorry I should have told you before I hit oh, start but um, I'm here with Mick and yeah. I'm here with Lorcan well. just to keep things in order and <laughs> it's going to wreck my head now through the whole podcast thanks for listening yeah. you're, you're here with us in The Mixer and <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're not starting again. We're going to get through this. Follow us on Twitter at Mixer Podcast, on you're, Facebook you're at Mixer Podcast, going, you're going to also that. on Instagram at Mixer Podcast. So, um, what if this crazy? Mick and Lorcan haven't met each other before. Just so, we're going to play a little game now in a few minutes and we're going to l- let them get to know play each other. I'll have a game organized. I'll put this together. So, I'm going to just pass my headphones over to Lorcan because he came prepared and didn't bring a set of headphones. Do a podcast. Didn't bring a set of headphones. Do a R- podcast. R- podcast. You don't have spare, poca- spare exactly. headphones. I've only got two ears, one set of earphones. <laughs> Does the job. You're wearing earphones? Well, these are mine. Yeah, well, that's fair. These are mine. Where's Lorcan's at home in Kildare? Different uh, time zone, different county. What can we do? I'm going to pass them back over. Different decades. Right, so this is zone. this is the first time since I've actually started this podcast that I've talking to a micro headphones on me this is very strange for me but um before we go any further we had the christmas toy appeal and you might have heard in our last episode that we had the intro and the outro done with the Cumberland children's hospital in mind and through that i think a couple of hundred euro maybe four four hundred odd euro was raised through the podcast and then Obviously, other people have donated as well, so a lot of money even raised there. I don't have the exact figure, but we just want to thank everybody who donated. Um, the likes of Kingswood Castle, Rosemount Mulvey, um, Albury, and that's the only ones I can think of off the top of my head, but a lot of people have donated, and you can see it on Twitter, Transport as well. And a lot of people got involved, and it's great to see, and that's just fair play to everybody in the, the little amateur football community getting behind um, what it's all about. a nice cause. So, we're going to jump into this little game between Lorcan and I'm Mick. I'm very worried. So Lorcan Sorry It's okay It's okay It's just very poor I, I'm late And I, I just Can't deal yeah. with being late you're, you're late He spilled coffee all over His new FAI diploma Oh um, Disaster I right. got lost in Lewis Lorcan got a breakdown on the Lewis oh, I had to go get Lorcan He was soaked Now my passenger seat's soaked I'm sitting here freezing And I don't have headphones now So it's just been A bit of a disaster But I'm going to talk to you About this game The so podcast will not be a disaster It's a game that you can get involved <laughs> With at home as well Or in the car or in the jacks, whatever you're doing. Um, I have three songs. Yes. S- snippets of the song. Oh, I'm definitely going to win. Yeah, so... <laughs> Sorry, look. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what the best way to play it is, right? So I'm going to do maybe first to three, and if you know the song, shout it out. It's about seven seconds long each, because I think that's the limit to royalty music. I don't think you can play any more than seven seconds, you get, in, you get sued. <laughs> so do we shout our name and say, I know what song it is, and then... Yeah, the first one to say their name, right? Gets a go. Say it, but then I don't... if I get it wrong. But... He gets a go. No, he, you know, he gets. A, if, if we get it wrong, say if we go. If you get it wrong, he gets the point. What? And he gets the guess then afterwards. Yeah, if you if you say your name first, and you don't get it. The other person gets the point. So I'm just not going to guess. Exactly. Yeah, but don't guess. If uh, no, you guess? but I'm not going to put my name out. Then. Why? Because if I get it wrong, then he gets the point without having to answer it correctly. You're right. But you might know it. And you might have to give it a go. Yeah, but how are you going to get a point otherwise? Just wait. <laughs> Just hope he gets <laughs> wrong. <laughs> right, look, let's this. see how it plays out. So I'm, go- I'm going to give you the first one anyway. Um, going to start off with an easy one. 
So just say your name and then don't show it because I want to play it because then someone else uh, listening at home might get it and then... No, I don't give a shit about the people listening. This is about <laughs> winning. This is not about the people at home. Obviously zero right. interest in them <laughs> enjoying this segment. <laughs> right, I'll tell you what. For the first one, right, shout out as quick as you can and that means you get first. You get to answer the next question first. Okay. I'm right. very confused. You ready? Here we go. Lorcan. I actually don't know the Shipping up to Boston with dropkick Murphy's. Lovely, he's one 0 Terrible song. It's it's, it's terrible song. It is. Yeah, it's, it's Aviva. Oh, we've just got a scored a one 0 winner against Gibraltar. <laughs> okay, so I have I have another one, right? Right, another one. See who see who gets this. This is anybody? This is crazy Lord music. Is that Jocks goes to Stuttgart? No, it's no, not. No, no, it's no, not. No, one more time. No, 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 oh. Oh, Mick. Good. Jumbo breakfast roll. Yeah. Short. He's got it. He's got it. It's one all. It, see, when people uh, people from outside Dublin, I need to hear, hear the thing twice. <laughs> so precious in right. So here we go. This is this is to win it. This is um, this is the this is the song that made me want to do this because I heard this today and I was like, this just takes me right back. And you might not even know this song. No, I don't give a shit if you don't because Feels this, like is this is me. was just done for you to play this song. Yeah, yeah no, course. pretty much because I think anybody listening, I was gonna go. Ah, oh, here, come here. Let's go back to this album. All right, here we go. Uh, Mick. Dustin, you Funky for Katina. Yes. Give it to me. <laughs> the goat. Two well, one, Turkey. Come out? We probably wasn't, even, probably wasn't even born. Ah, uh, 97, 98. Oh, <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> you got that on Spotify? No, I got a YouTube. It's, it's one of my Legally. most played songs on Spotify. Is it? <laughs> I've been to Cargilly, but I've never been to Mead. <laughs> So yeah, that was no, no. He's glad you played. Hey, listen, it was worth it for Dustin. Yeah, I, oh, to I have to say it was good. No, can I please have my headphones locking and your big warm <laughs> bogger ears now? Was really, <laughs> this is going to be lovely. It's going to be. Oh God, it's like getting into someone else's sleep. So like. I was talking about Dustin, Dustin's album and work, and they were like, Dustin had an album. I don't think it was. I don't know. I just used to come home and watch Dustin all the time. He had loads of albums. All says the, time. the internet anyway. No, Mental, he didn't. Greatest hits. It, no, tell you what, these albums are class as well. <laughs> <laughs> you have the Rat Trap with Bob Geldof. He did a song it's with a Bob Geldof. It's a Rat Trap. Where? And you've been caught. And then he did a song with Joe Dolan. Oh, Jesus. Such a good looking woman. Yeah. He's, but he's got a lot of albums. What? Um, anyway, I feel Faith, like Faith in Our Feathers. Bl- bling When You're Minging. No, I think it was... It's oh, maybe you, maybe I have the greatest hits then. Maybe and he has got I'm greatest thinking. hits. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Anyway, Jesus, let's, pi- let's pi- not move on to football. What's your favorite <laughs> Dustin song? His picture. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the picture of your man that does Dustin is. Oh, that's probably not him. That's a wrestler, isn't it? No, I've. I've, uh, <laughs> I've, I've I, he's a. He used to frequent to a shop that I used to work in, and I'll say no more than that because the shop I used to work in would give away what he's very into. I'll leave that hanging out there. <laughs> we don't want to see your CV at all, Mick. It's hard to put. <laughs> Sounds like something to put gloves on to pick up. Char posters. <laughs> Love the sunbed. Oh my god. <laughs> right, so now that that's out of the way, what? <laughs> gotta go back to Dustin. Let's let's talk about the Mixer World Cup. Oh yeah. Right, so this we picked thirty-two teams, and a couple of teams missed out. Now that. There's massive. Well, there was, it was, it was very hard to work down. See, the thing is, we wanted to get teams from a good representation of each team or each league, so AOL, LSL. So, like the likes, we picked the best in the LSL, but then somehow we missed out on Colester, which is a bit of a boo boo. Mm. Yeah, and Baldoyle as well. They made the late late. 
and Colester, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad that we missed them. But uh, yeah, sure, look, can't please everyone. No, and uh, Oliver Bond gave out to us, but um, we're going to talk right. about them later. But their Oliver, Twitter was on private. They're, yeah, they've absolutely haven't the legs to stand on. How could you make a social media World Cup where nobody could share your post because it was private? Now it's not private. <laughs> not now. private anymore. Someone but, obviously f- remembered the password. But it was it was <laughs> private for a long time. Like, so what can you do? That kind of put me off putting them in, and that's the only reason because your social media might be great otherwise, but I can't follow you because you didn't let me. So a couple of people were asking like, how do, how do we how do you vote? Um, now I don't know if they're avid. Twitter uses as as we would be, but like mm. it's literally just you select, <laughs> you touch the screen on the team you want you think is the best of that social media. Uh, eight groups of four, top two go through to the last sixteen of each group. Group A is or is a group? No, it's Bluebell. Bluebell, Moctis, Airfield. I think are all in the one group. No, already. we got um, Moctis have to go through. Them. Bluebell, Minute, Moctis, and Leakesley. So that's four really. Good yeah, that, that's like, a that's a horrible group. Leakesley's social media is excellent. <laughs> do you know? Because I looked after for two years. Do you know what was handy here? Because I went to put this together. I remember I gave you the first list, and you were like, "That's not fair at all." There was like mad no, groups because I didn't mix it up. Yeah, because we gave you a list of thirty-two teams that we had compiled, and you did not. You were just. <laughs> Because we went from best to worst in the group, in the list. Look, I, was on the, I was on the way to a Christmas party half caught on a train. That's when I put that together. I was like, lads, look at this. Done it on my phone. Google Drive and all. And yeah. then, but really nice and all. Then I, then like, I put a bit yeah, of work yeah. into it. And I actually used... Remember the, the FIFA tournament that was about to run for Albury mm. that got shot upon by everybody after I put all the work in, got cancelled last minute, and then I ended up getting the abuse in the bub because nobody they were going mad that we cancelled the week before I was like look what can I do like hands I thought it's not my fault but I used that template then to run this so there was a silver lining at the end of that cloud so I just took the the 32 teams put them into my excel sheet and these are the groups it gave me and then it came out Albury first I was like I don't believe this like, literally <laughs> number one I looked at the list it was 19th on the list oh, it came out yeah. number one in group A I was like oh my god yeah and it was the first mention as well yeah I mean but, well it was the first uh, mention because they went in order Castle Celtic were on to us then oh why aren't we in it it's like well, you posted fixtures and then you posted the results of those fixtures about seven days later <laughs> like just this, this is there's standards here yeah, didn't so meet the standards so well, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just run through the get groups and make sure to vote so I'll go through the groups and, and then we'll all give kind of our favourites for it now what's going to be interesting I think about this is all the first group, the first eight groups are going to go live at the same time and everybody gets a vote you can vote once for every single group so you can Monday. pick your favourite team in it and it's not going to affect your team and your group. You can still vote for every other group. It starts you can Monday. Vote tactically. Yeah. Well, you can vote yeah. tactically as well, and the <laughs> the road to the finals up as well. So there's nothing to hide there. Is there a point because Albury you're just going to win it? Um, Why would Albury win it? How could they win likes it? <laughs> We're getting no votes. <laughs> Nobody likes Albury. <laughs> like no. Apparently, we don't speak about them enough. Yeah. According no. to the man, I, I didn't bring them up, <laughs> and then somebody complained that it seems like you're avoiding the topic. I was like, well, look, I tried, but look, let's be normal now. But um. The way it is, when it gets to the kind of last 16 in the semis, that's when it's going to get really interesting because you're going to see like favouritism as well. It's going to be nice. It's going to plan out very, very interesting at the, at yeah, the end. Yeah, if you have an LSL team against a UCFL team, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, big will, time. It, will it be like the football matches where the LSL team always win or will it be social media? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes, yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> so I'll go through the groups here and then we're going to get your favourites. So Group A is Albury, Kingswood Castle, Seaford Rock and St. Patrick's CYCF. Group B is Kilbarrick, Ardmore Rovers, Dublin Bus FC and St. Kevin's Boys. Group C is Newbridgetown, Ashwood FC, Sacred Heart, Fairhouse, Clover and Sheriff YC. Group D is Inchicore, Athletic FC, OMP, Valley Park United, Rosemount Movie. Group B, Leak Slip, Bluebell, Maynooth, Muckt. Group of Death. 
Group F is Mid Sutton Sports Link, Airfield, Collinstown, River Valley Rangers. Group G is Blackrock, Clontarf, Verona, St. Paul's Artain, the Horseplay Corner. And over to Group G with Darndale, Usher, Rush and VEC. Mick, I'll go to you first. Uh, I think Airfield will win it. <sighs> because... Read out their group again. Uh, see, this is this. They were my pick. Yeah, it's yeah. a real my tactical decision. Uh, no, I think it's because there's a group of death, so you're gonna lose two really good teams there uh, who are brilliant at social media, and uh, I think Airfield will they their route to the final is probably handier. You looked at it. I haven't. No. Oh, <laughs> you just guessed. <laughs> I imagine yeah, it is. I, don't know, I haven't. I haven't got time to analyze this now. Oh jeez, no. Paddy Power are doing doing hard on it as well now. Are they actually? No. Um, <laughs> Be nice to it would be. It would be cool, wouldn't it? Hackets or someone like that. If <laughs> um, Larkin, who do you think will be in there at the end? Kevin's. Saint Kevin. Kevin's have a very yeah. Good Neil Fox does an absolute outstanding job. They record all our games. Everything goes up. Mock does it be there as well. Yeah. It, it it also depends on if the clubs latch onto it. You know what I mean? If the bigger clubs, yeah. you know. So yeah. yeah, that's that's what I think. Starts on Monday. So on your Twitter, nine o'clock. And then the the last sixteen is going to run Tuesday quarterfinals Wednesday semifinals Thursday and the final is a twenty four hour battle. Can I just say something? Go on. Stop. Just retweet tweets. Will you? Just it, retweets pay the bills. Likes. <laughs> I can't see likes. I don't. I, so if I log on to Twitter and I scrolling through Twitter and Eric likes a tweet, I can't see that. But if you retweet a tweet, I can see it. So let's promote the the social media World Cup. So retweet, retweet, retweet. Yeah, and you can vote at Mixer Podcast on Twitter. Um, I don't know if you can vote without an account. Can you say anything about that? No. No. No, so you, you need an to, account you to vote. To, yeah, you have to join Twitter as an account. And Very you, easy to make an account. If you if you like and don't retweet, well, you're automatically considered a Tory voter and you, you're mad for Boris Johnson. So um, <laughs> please keep retweeting. Yeah, so if you don't have a Twitter account, just make a Twitter account and then if you want to follow a lot of football teams, follow us and then go into our uh, people we follow and you can find a lot of teams there. So we'll help you get started on the Twitter. We'll... Um, shamelessly getting ourselves a follow yeah. so ideal it works both ways yeah, everybody yeah. wins um, so I would kind of be with Mick there and I'd say Airfield as well would be in a fair chance of winning it and then you know you never know you have the likes of say St. Kevin's have a huge following there if they Kings got people Castle to vote well, they could yeah. take it Kingswood Castle are very good at promoting things as well you know so yeah if they got people involved to vote it's like it, any club could really take this if they got onto it and got behind it so it really depends on who wants it like mm-hmm. It'll be interesting, and I'm looking forward to it starting. Um, yeah, so that's the Mixer World Cup, and we're going to jump out to a little skit here um, before we move into our chat about Oliver Bond that Mick was at. So I'm just going to get some um, opinion from John Delaney on the state of UEFA. It's our own, like, out of a mafia movie, if it wasn't so such a serious thing. And he spoke very clearly about those. I've read his manifesto. I met him in London. A month or two ago, and we spoke about the changes he wants to bring. And whatever Blatter says, and he talk eloquently about the love of the game and all those wonderful words that he uses, he's now not fit for purpose to be the person leading a FIFA because his image, his own personal image, is so tarnished. Um, and how can he be treated credibly as the leader of FIFA to bring in changes when he has such an incredibly bad image all around the world? How damaged has FIFA been in the last few days? Dreadfully. Dreadfully. Um, I mean, the images of six or seven of your senior executives being lifted out of their bedrooms at six in the morning and taken away in police vans to be extradited to America 
when you see the US Attorney General speaking as forcibly as they have about the dishonesty um, of certain members who are whole senior positions in FIFA, when you hear of 20 years of monies being put into bank accounts um, which are being used for personal usages as opposed to your National Association Confederations, that's incredible damage. I don't know of any national or sorry, any world body that has been damaged so much and over a continuous period of time. And what's to come next? That's the other question. What's going to come next? It could be anything. It could be anything. It's um, nothing surprises you now. And it's time for change. And I hope people, I hope national associations stand up tomorrow and support Prince Ali because we need to take a stand for the beautiful. And that was an interesting little piece there from the pot talking Prince to the kettle. Prince Ali. <laughs> what a man. Uh, um, he's a yeah. dope <laughs> he's like if you could just fast forward from that position to now it's just it's just insane what's happening mm. and it's it's caused a, a bit of a ripple in Limerick as well Mick I'm sure you have a bit about that the two the two lads were talking about yeah. that earlier so yeah. um, tell us a bit about Limerick oh we're doing Limerick first okay yeah may as well uh, we're going to Olive Bond then afterwards oh I thought we were doing more in the FAI no Grant. oh we can do that too come on we got FAI and Limerick all in one on you wrote it all out so look yeah, you may as well make done well, like typing out so um, <laughs> we did a podcast uh, one of the first episodes we did was um, just after Paddy's Day uh, when Mark Toy broke the story of Delaney's 100 I remember that that was very exciting actually at the time wasn't it we did some action, actual journalism as well um, so we kind of went through I don't know I think I lost the plot on that one to be honest um, got very angry but um Basically, what happened, if anyone who kind of doesn't know or has been living under a rock as to kind of how this happened, obviously they met last week and, um, or they didn't meet, they they finally released the accounts last week and it all stems from, I don't know if you remember, the Vantage Club premium ticket scheme that yeah. was announced. So that was supposed to pay the FAI's share of the cost of redeveloping the old Lansdowne Road. So the minute that scheme failed... Everything became about pretending. I'm reading directly from one of Emmett Malone's pieces here. So everything became about pretending, firstly, that it had not failed at all, and secondly, that even if it had, it really didn't matter that much. So um, the pricing of the tickets, now this was 2009, I believe. So if you think about what's happening in the world just then, um, I think the banks were doing very well. Uh, the pricing was for, this is for a ticket for 10 years for a box in Lansdowne Road to watch the Irish soccer team. Between 12,000 to 32,000. Now that's nonsense that yeah. even now when the boom is back, supposedly. So the, um, there's lot, like the, the, the journalists have done most of the work on this. Emma Malone is the best of the Irish Times, I believe. Uh, he's covered this uh, every AGM since 2013, 14, which people were not allowed to ask any questions. Journalists were not allowed to enter. Which should have and caused massive alarm bells. Like, you don't oh, ask well, us any questions, think, don't say anything. Like, I think the people involved in the grassroots and people involved in um, League of Ireland probably would have known that this fellow was not fit for purpose. Like, I remember being at the show, the FAI Cup 2011 final and we're singing songs about Delaney and a fine comes in on the Monday. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, that's eight years ago. Um, so, they went on to say, so, accounts published by the association on Friday last week show, in addition to his annual salary, 
of 360,000. Mr. Delaney would have been due pension contributions worth 285,000 a year and assorted other benefits, bringing the total value of the package over the period in question to 2.9 million. He got 2.9 million. That's for what he would have been getting for the next three years. A year or yeah. for the three? For the three years. For the three years, yeah. So it goes he on. Boiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Delaney was owed more than 2.1 million under the terms of the contract that he held currently. Um, but this was settled earlier in the year for 462,000. Now that started much higher than that. So he walked in, and this is reported everywhere. He walked in and he was looking for at, le- at least a million in a settlement. So in a reference to these payments, the accounts note, so this is the FAI accounts that were uh, released last week, that certain expenses incurred during 2017 and 2016 by the then CEO, John Delaney, were of a personal nature, and these have now been disclosed as part of the director's emoluments. So I don't know what that word means. But basically, for example, the 69000 that we paid for his birthday party his 50th birthday party that happened in the Aviva and his, we all remember the birthday cake, uh, which was the actual Aviva. Um, so basically, to kind of sum it up, um, a loss of 8.9 million for 2018. That's how much the FAI lost in 2018. 8.9 million. How does the CEO get a bonus when you've got much of a loss? I think some of that may have been the payouts for O'Neill and Keane. And oh yeah, 1.2 1. 1. million, yeah. that's all. Yeah. So the rest of it is... Losses, yeah, yeah, that yeah. weren't, but they weren't in the 2018 accounts that John Delaney produced to uh, the accounting firm that were, I think it was Deloitte, yeah, it was who Deloitte, were doing yeah. it. And it, Deloitte came out and said the information that we were given proved, like they said, it was in order with what John Delaney was saying to us. Um, so the current debt is 55 million. The ones for 2016, so the accounts for 2016 and 2017 had between them painted an excessively excessively rosy picture regarding the state of its finance to the tune of almost 8 million. So it said that we were actually making a benefit or making a profit of 8 million, where it turns out in actual fact it was, we were losing 8 million. So John so Delaney gave them bullshit documents and a bullshit story, and they went, yeah, both them things make sense because they're both bullshit. Yeah, so, sp- the, so the FAI confirmed that they're speaking with the bank at the moment to come to an arrangement to meet day-to-day requirements. So that's not just to make sure that we can pay back the Aviva. It's to meet day-to-day requirements. We're talking about people's jobs, uh, regional regional development offers and stuff like that. So uh, Delaney had previously stated that the debt would be cleared by 2020. Now the FAI are applying for a 15-year mortgage for $32.5 million that we owe on Lansdowne Road. And Donald Conway, who's the current president, has advised staff uh, that there would be consequences. They were his words. So what next? Um, today... Was it today? Yes, yeah, today. So this is kind of the only reason that we're touching on it today. Because, well, I want to touch on it. A delegation of politicians and figures. This is from The Independent. A delegation of politicians and figures, and this relates to us because we're a junior football podcast, from the football community are proposing a split of the FAI with a view of to securing $10 million a year in government funding. We currently only get 2.9 mm-hmm. in relation to Greyhound Racing that gets $16 million. Yeah. Uh, The plan, devised by rank-and-file members of the FAI staff, has gained cross-party support, so obviously within the doll, and would result in the stripping down of the responsibilities of the governing body in Abbottstown. So basically, state backing would be sought for a new body that would solely look after our game, grassroots, community, and development side of the game, and the FAI Abbottstown would look after the national team and the national teams themselves, and they would fund that themselves, so money from 
ticket sales and stuff like that, whereas the government, the grassroots side of things will be state funded. Is where we're at at the moment. So that's what's happening at the minute. Um, they were due to go in front of the Oireachtas. The FAO turned it down, although there was a tweet out there to say that they would go uh, back well, a month it was, ago. It was, yeah, it was just a, kind of the start of all this Yeah, they said mess they a month ago, yeah. And then Shane Ross is jumping on the bandwagoners game. Please, is it not a bit of that they're making putting out things an awful lot worse? Please, don't get me talking about Shane Ross. We're holding that money and not giving it out will seriously jeopardise the like the RDO's jobs who do great work and are needed yeah. right down. Like Limerick are going, and that's a big loss to Irish football. But Limerick as a county, I think it's Tommy Barrett is the ex manager said mm. that they haven't produced an international in forty years, and well, that's like, frightening. Can really I frightening. Just say though, like, or just it's it's in. I'll come to it actually when we start speaking about Limerick. Maybe we should just get into it now. But, but Pat O'Sullivan, who was the, the backer of Limerick FC eight months ago, put out a tweet when all this stu- all this stuff came out about John Delaney, and said uh, all this negative stuff. In, I'm paraphrasing all this negative stuff in the media that's coming out about John Delaney is absolutely ridiculous. Um, we, he has always backed us. Etc. 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 We're big John Delaney fans here in Limerick. Today uh, or yesterday, when the club went into examinership, um, Limerick owner Pat O'Sullivan again. This is from the Independent. Put uh, the dominant figure at the club blamed the FAI for the demise, claiming that they have put every obstacle in the way of the club. Uh, so, what happened, Pat? Like, can you make up your mind, please? Like, who? Like, when it suits you, maybe I don't know. Eight months ago, because he was up shit creek, that. Um, I'll compliment John Delaney here and he might get us a few mm-hmm. quid. Little did he know that we're 55 million in debt pass. So, sorry. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, um, Limerick now, Limerick FC as a club now ceased to exist, unfortunately, for the fans. Um, the club went into examinership last September with de- debts of almost 490,000. Yep. As a result of going into examinership, so they lost six, they were docked 26 points last season, so they finished bottom of the fourth division. But if we just, but so they still did well in the first division. Like I know they they're always okay, going to, yeah. yeah d- given the circumstances, like uh, just looking at that. Um, so four hundred ninety thousand is the debts that they owed um, when they went into examinership, and John Delaney's settlement fee was four hundred sixty-two thousand. That was a nice contrast there, just to mm. give you as a, an idea. So Shamrock Rovers B then are looking like they're going to be coming into the first division, uh, but the first division teams aren't happy. And um, I don't know. Listen, I think you'd be better off going into the Leinster Senior League. Well, I just got an email there off the FAI saying that uh, John Early just resigned from the board, so another one gone. Yeah, okay. A little so bit too late, John Early. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to touch wow. on something. Like, everyone, so I was on Twitter, with, I think the news broke yesterday about Limerick. Yeah, it was so yesterday. I was on Twitter yesterday and today, and I didn't see any kind of uproar from the Irish football family as they're called so just, do you remember Burry were going out of business yeah. I've seen that they couldn't yeah. move for coverage got, yeah. of Burry yeah. do you know what I mean like from Irish fans Irish now I support Liverpool Irish scouts lads you know saying oh it's fucking terrible about Burry I, I probably would have backed them if they, if they had looked after about. their players you know what I mean but, is, it, uh, is it not well, yeah. kind of a reflection <laughs> maybe the like, English game is so affluent but the Irish game is like hand-to-mouth existence for most clubs yeah, where exactly. Rovers. Yeah, this is it. Oh, um, we have a bloody opposition Rovers fan in the corner. I can't even know the, what's, the, what's the name of the team. 
Bows. Yeah, he's wearing a bleeding jersey and all. I just can we not get into League of Ireland? I want to talk about teams that are not in the League of Ireland. So I want to talk about Limerick. <laughs> hey. Okay. Uh, so that's pretty much all the information I have on Limerick. But you, you, you the, on your mental health kind of series, you interviewed. Yeah, I interviewed Sean Russell, and yeah. he basically left Sean Hoy. And they basically left Sean Hoy and Droy with like no means to pay for his operation after them selling them that bullshit that they were going to pay for the operation and then not selling not not paying for the operation not helping him out not being contactable like not being there to help him out in any way just kind of said good luck all the best have a nice day and that was because he was on an amateur contract and not a professional contract at the time and they never explained to him the kind of what insurance is going on and if you have an interest in hearing about the, the Limerick City side of that and Sean Russell's injury just go back and listen to the Mental Health Podcast it is episode number one I think yes, it is. one yeah, or it's the first one, you did, it's the yeah. first one yeah, yeah so so um, I had yeah, um, I there was there was tweets there today from Liam Hearn on Twitter and he said um, he used to be a previous his previous role was an editor for the local radio station in Limerick and he says I don't think anyone would believe the lengths that club went to in order to try and get us to stop reporting facts about the club um, many Friday even Saturday mornings I got phone calls off those at the club telling me that we can't broadcast details on Saturday AM each time we went ahead and did it and credit to <coughs> Mick Ahern and the management who backed us today is a sad day for football the likes of Mick Ahern who played for and reported with passion and played for and reported with passion about the club. I think all the people, all the people badly treated over the years, and I think I think of all the people badly treated of all, over the years. I think the players and the coaches who went weeks without <laughs> money. Sorry, I'm falling through this. Wow. So basically, they went, they weren't paying the staff, weren't paid um, the players, and it just it was just a joke. They were trying to hide from the media what they were, the shit they were in. A little bit like another governing body, the FAI, so at the same kind of stuff. They're trying to lie about their funding and say everything was good when everything was just falling apart. And then the FAI fall apart and Limerick falls soon after. That came out though last year. Not not last season, but the season beforehand when they were they gone to the dogs. That they were trying to play under 19s, under 17s players to mm. get out of paying yeah. players. It was yeah. a joke. It was a complete mess. Like, And that's the second oldest club, continuously running club in the league. And it's just in a state and it's... It's a bad week for Irish football. But like a very it, bad week. It does come down to the fact that the FAI, that let's say what John Delaney earned, what, two point whatever million across three years, hmm. how many League of Ireland's would you have to win to get that money? Uh, 20. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts that and one person has taken more than all the, the hard work of putting people into it. It's we talk about um, Dundalk. Like they, they, I don't know. We should probably move off League of Ireland now in a sec. But Dundalk pu- published their accounts Mm. A couple of days ago, and they're making a loss now as well. Six hundred, six hundred thousand, yeah. And which is and they're backed by um, this American crowd. And what happens when they get bored? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We need to sort out TV rights in the country. We need to get televised, structured games, and get people involved to the matches. And if they're not the matches, give them means to watch it because yeah. it's brutal. Mm-hmm. We need a lot of fixing in that. But yeah, we're going to move on. So podcast. <laughs> yeah, we talk about that down the road. So Mick, you went out to Oliver Bond. We did. Oh my god, the coldest day of my life. Um, I don't think I mentioned it actually in the audio, but uh, it was very cold. Um, uh, colder than so Port Marnock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Way colder than Port Marnock. It was not colder <laughs> than Port Marnock. <laughs> uh, but Oliver Bond, yeah, um, we've uh, 
Evan, who's Evan Kane, who has contributed to the podcast before, and I've, I was at Terranure Rangers with him, or Terranure with him before, and uh, he's now coaching over in Oliver Bond. Um, I was due to go to Mokta's, and life got in the way, and then I was due to go to Verona, and they didn't write back to me quick enough. Now, I, I DM'd their manager, so he was in the middle of preparing for a game, so don't don't blame him. So I uh, went over to Oliver Bond in the Grange Gorman campus, uh, very nice facilities, uh, don't have to pay in, but no coffee, and um, yeah, they were playing against Castle Ray, um, who... Uh, that's a very good question, Lorcan. Um, I don't have the answer. <laughs> I will find out. Is it Mayo? I don't Is think it? so. I think it's. They didn't sound Mayoish. <laughs> <laughs> they sounded more. Castle south. Ray is in Ross Common. Yeah, Midlands, south, south of Mayo. Same <laughs> sort of position, yeah. <laughs> Which is not south of Mayo. Your uh, geography outside of Dublin is abysmal. Oh, it's as I say. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Oliver Bond were playing them in the last sixty-four of the FAI Junior Cup. I went out to have a look to see what all the hype was about Oliver Bond there, first year in the LSL. Um, I was due to get an interview with the manager, but I believe, Eric, you have done that in the meantime, have you? Yeah, I spoke to Evan Kane. He's the, he's the coach. Oh, you spoke to Evan. Grant. No, okay. uh, so apologies to Oliver Bond for not staying around to do the interview. It was completely my fault. And apologies for not ringing you as early to get an interview because that was entirely my fault. But again, job, everything, busiest time of the year, my job. So like, I Make hands Santa. up. So... Um, yeah, so you, I recorded my day out. Yeah, and uh, we'll, well, let's play it. Goes to town. Thanks be to Jesus. Okay, how's it going, everyone? Just arrived at Grange Gorman campus and making my way into the Astro. We're about 12 minutes from kickoff. Are they going to charge me in? Do they have coffee? Massive questions to be answered here. Oh, yeah, Oliver Bond are playing. Uh, last 64 of the. Um, what are we called? FAI Intermediate? No, FAI Junior Cup. And um, yeah, let's see how they get on. Uh, hopefully, they get the win. Uh, massive game against Castle Ray Celtic. So, let's see how we get on. Uh, hopefully, I find the pitch. Over and out for now. And it's 1 0. Um, Great corner in from Willow, and I think the lad's name is Happy. Number nine up front, header from about three yards out. Very poorly defended, but a good header to, to, to put the lads 1 0 up. Whatever man, they're 1 0 up after three minutes. As you can hear from the commotion, it's uh, 2 0. These boys are brutal at the back. Across uh, in from Troy on the left, who's very good at staying in his position at wood. Ball came out to him, he whipped it in, bounced off the number, turn around there, young flat, number four, and um, bounced off him, didn't clear it, Jimmy up front, I think the skipper was there to pounce and finish, so 2-0 to the bond, eight minutes gone, yeah, this doesn't look like it's going to be uh, competitive at all so far, oh, they didn't charge me in with a, but there was no coffee, So 15 minute update, well, uh, there's a Oliver Bond player down injured, it's pissing raining, um, why am I here, uh, oh, this is awful, terrible weather, but uh, 
very good uh, so far, all we want. Um, the other team, Castlereagh, just haven't really given us anything. Uh, just not there at all. But, um, oh, here's just no. Um, yeah, can't keep hold of it at all. All of our far superior so far. Um, 15 minutes gone. Let's see if Castlereagh can get back. Oh, lovely flick here. Stay with me for a goal. No, good clearance. Um, yeah, so that's it so far. 2-0, 15 minutes gone. And it's all Oliver Bond. 3-0. Um, another cross that's not dealt with by Castlereagh. Uh, number 9 again for Oliver Bond. Uh, it was there to follow up on it. So, yeah, men against boys at this stage. I don't think Castlereagh have, have had a chance yet. Um, there's been no build-up play for them. Can't get hold of the ball at all. It's been all all of our want, and um, yeah, well worth the training lead. This is a uh, it's pretty embarrassing for Castle Ray so far. So after the whistle's just about to go, uh, it's absolutely freezing. Cannot cannot put into words how cold it is. But um, really good force to have from all of our want. Kind of lost our shape a little bit towards between maybe the half hour mark and the 40 minute mark for about 10 minutes. They play a 4 3 3 with their wide forwards. Had kind of lost that width, which was getting them in. Uh, they'd come a bit narrow trying to get on the ball. I suppose uh, it's only natural. Actually, you want to get a shot off. So um, there's the half time whistle there now. I'm going for a coffee. Will I be back? Who knows? We're just going to the car because at the moment can't see a way back for Castlereagh. They had one shot on target, or one shot wasn't even on target. They posed no threat whatsoever. Not balls up to nothing. It's uh, it's really poor from them. And who knows? I think the loss this place is fucking huge. But, uh, let's see. Might be back. Might not. Next audio will be me going home in the car laughing because it's so warm. Let's see. Had to come all the way to Stony Bar for a coffee, and there's no way of me going home without going through the the grounds. So I'm going back to the match. Probably be about eight nil, but he's going to get back there. Sure so So I came back and I had a coffee and my hands are warm, and I missed the goal. Um, so Cannon scored. One of the boys are reliably reliably. Informed me, uh, a Troy with the assist. Um, yeah, I came back and I won't have all the ball again. So I shan't be staying till full time, boys. I'm telling you that for nothing. Well, there's about 15 minutes left, and it's 4 0, and it's just petering out now. Um, so I'm heading home. A great result for Oliver Land. Really, really good performance. Um, the the absolute pits of an opponent. They were very, very poor. But um, that doesn't mean you don't have to give credit to the team that beats them. Do you know what I mean? You can only play what's in front of you. And Oliver Bond made them look very poor. Um, especially the forced opening minutes of so we say maybe first 25 half an hour Oliver Bond was just different level streets ahead 
playing around the park, lovely football, the 4-3-3 system, works really well when they keep their wide forwards wide, uh, the three boys in the middle keeping things taking over, the, long, the, man, the man in the middle, middle of the tree up front, holding up well, bringing players in, if the full backs overlapping, it was really, really impressive now I have to say, for the first half an hour, at the first half, it was a 10 minute break in between that then, they kind of lost their shape a little bit now, bear in mind, that doesn't mean that, uh, it's just gone 5-0 as I'm walking out. So that doesn't mean that Castle Ray, uh, what was I saying? It looks like Troy who got the goal. Um, number 11, left side of player, very, very good, the front three. Given the fact that, back to my earlier point, given the fact that Oliver Bottom lost their shape, a tad, a tad, for um, <coughs> about 10 minutes, uh, that was Castlereagh still didn't pose any threat. Do you know what I mean? Uh, they were lumping the ball up to to nobody. Do you know? Uh, really trying hard to play long balls, but it didn't didn't contribute to anything at all. Uh, they didn't offer anything at all in the first half. Uh, the game was over then. I then went for a coffee. Took my head out the back way. This Grange Gorman place. This campus. All of a sudden, I'm in bleeding stony water. Holy Jesus! It's changed, hasn't it? We passed about four top drawer boosters that I've been in before that I know serve absolutely beautiful points against and I took all my might not to go in and have one um, but I just wanted a coffee to hold <coughs> to make me hands warm again so um, got back uh, game was pretty for now there wasn't much in it uh, in the sense of it wasn't one side dominating the possession or anything like that it was just scrappy enough affair and yeah, Oliver Bond progress now into the last 32 of the FAI Junior. Uh, if they get a home draw, um, I'd fancy them against most teams. Great to see so many people who've supported them as well. Young and old all have their Oliver Bond colours on, their hats, their scarves and all. It's great to see. Um, really, really, really impressive. Great, great club that they're at the building. And hopefully, hopefully, Council see sense when it comes to... Uh, Knocking down their facilities that they have and the flats there with their gear and stuff like that. So, um, <coughs> this is what uh, the inner city is all about. It's clubs like that, it's great to see. Um, something that's close to my heart, and I know Gaz as well. You know, growing up in flats, you don't really have clubs or anything you'd be affiliated to as a young person. So, for the young kids to be there and all of our bond gear, their hats, and everything like that. It's absolutely brilliant to see, and I wish them nothing but success. Um, given what's going on there, there's some really lovely players. Troy, Willow, uh, two centre halves are very good. Fullbacks are excellent going forward, really, really, really impressive. And yeah, listen, um, big season ahead of them. Hopefully, they can get some silverware. And, um, yeah, really, really impressive. Hopefully they can get something in LSL silverware in their first year in the LSL. And, um, yeah, very good. Uh, nice day out. Very cold. Um, back in the car now. Fingers crossed me um, toes defrost before I get home. And uh, hopefully uh, Celtic beat Rangers because shit on the Rangers. All the best. And that was mixed day out. Um, so I take it it was a bit chilly, Mick. It was fucking freezing. <laughs> it was so cold. And uh, I, I wasn't even in the humour for coffee. 
I just wanted it to warm my hands. And uh, <laughs> by the time... So, I, the shop was miles away as well. So I left it, it was just like two minutes before half time. By the time I got back, I missed the goal and everything. Where's the, where do they play? Grange Gorman Campus. In Is that DCU? No, it's D-I-T- bel- T-U-D, sorry. Yeah, it belongs yeah. to Trinity. No, D-I-T. T-U-D is... Now, speak to me in layman's terms. Where do I find that in terms of like what bar is it beside? Describe me like an Irishman. The Glimmer Man. Oh, I know the Glimmer Man. Yeah. So the White Moose as well. Yeah, yeah. But the Glimmer... So, so I... Where is... Oh, yeah. No, I do actually. Yes. So, you... Anyway, so the front entrance is nowhere near the Glimmer Man. That's the thing. So I went there with the back entrance because all these, the, the kids that were watching the match, which was great to see, all were like, I'm going to shop that. Right. I was like, right, let's follow these. These know they're right. So <laughs> I went there with the back. I went there with the back, eh? I'm in fucking Stony Batter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm closer, to, probably closer to the Cabra. Because you know, you know where um, you know where the Glimmer Man is and you go, you're going away from town. So you go up that road yeah. and to your right, you can go to Dalier from there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm there. Were you wearing them shoes? No. Um, I was so say, at least nobody robbed them. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's where I am. So I take a left and I'm going down to Tony Bar. And by the time I come back, it was probably only about 10 minutes left. Them, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was very cold. Castlereagh were awful. Uh, but Oliver Bond were very good. Uh, Centre half was excellent. Adam Mitchell, I think his name was. He's the two fullbacks, excellent. Uh, Mikey in the middle, I think his name was. Very good. Troy on the left, excellent. And. Jimmy, I believe, was the skipper up front. Um, yeah, Jimmy McHugh. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Scored like 88 goals last year or something like oh, that. Ah, nonsense. Absolutely. It's actually no need for it. Why are you scoring <laughs> that many goals? Give us one, will you? I think he's in a major <laughs> Sunday and he made uh, an Ireland squad. Nah. Like that's, they're just, they're a top side. Yeah, they're so, really uh, side. cold. Very cold. And what was the the pitch like, the facilities? Very good. Nice, yeah, good. So, when you go in, you're, it's just like the Astro has a big cage around it and there's nowhere to stand yeah. within the Astro to watch the game. But it's, it, where outside the astro, the path is at is above the level, above the cage level. So you're looking down into it. It's a bit like the San Siro. Or something. I like it's that. The, the night guard, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Or the old San Siro in in Bally Moon Flats. Yes, there used to be a pitch right in the middle of Bally Moon Flats. And I d- you, you're looking at me as if you've never played there. Have you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just never never talking to Eric. Yeah, is <laughs> it <a> football? <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, very enjoyable. Great to see so many people. Packed. Packed. They should charge in. Make a fortune. But uh, loads of kids in their... Uh, you said Aubrey. Oh, you said Old Bond. All of Bond. Hats and scarves and all. And they're all wearing red and white. And very good. And a nice smell of herbs. <laughs> coming from the side as well, by the way. <laughs> Oregano. <wasn't it? laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh, my God. Say no more. Um, yeah, fair enough. So I caught up with Evan Kane as well. And I will say, before I get into this interview, I had just... Walked in the door, panicking to get set up. So I was a bit not settled at the start of the interview. I think I settled into a bit better, but I was I cut off Evan a few bit at times. I was talking over him, and then I was repeating my questions. So it's not the cleanest of interviews, but I caught up with Evan nonetheless. So have a listen. Hello. How are you, Evan? How are things? How are you, Eric? What's the story? Ah, not bad. I know you're heading training, so I won't keep you too long. No, I literally, you know, I got the points mixed up. Trying to start at playing seven, I was late. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's normally eight on a on a Tuesday, but we did um we did all sort of favour, so we're at that um we're training at seven, so it's grand. But the lads are just going at it now, so I can have a chat with you. Ah, grand. Yeah, so big win there the weekend. Mick was at the game. Um, how do you think you played? Kind of could you more bring more to the table in the next game, or or was it a, a really good performance from yourselves? 
it was a really good performance. Now, look, we started, we started really bright. Um, we scored, I'd say, the first goal after 60 seconds. And uh, I think we had 2-0 up after 8 minutes or something. And then when we went 3, I think we had 3-0 up before a half an hour. And we went 3-0 up, we just, we just controlled the game then. We, we, we did actually go a little bit flat. But they, they never really caused us any problems. It was a, it was a freezing day. If it was any colder, if it was Bullgrain would have got pneumonia or something. Go. But um, we dominated the game from uh, start to finish. Um, Jimmy got the only thing that was wrong was Jimmy getting injured in the warm up. So man, Stoy got obviously got injured in the warm up. Um, he still played. He wouldn't pull out, and then he had to come off after about 15 minutes. He still got a goal now, but he had to um, he had to come off, um, which wasn't good. So he'd be out for ever again tomorrow night anyway. Yeah, so it was a huge win, obviously, into the next round. And who were your kind of stand-up, stand-out players in a day? Like, so, like, yeah, who was the lads your name? Marco. Marco got man the match. Um, we always get man the match out after the game. Marco was man the match. He scored two goals on the day, but he was excellent. He was causing them all sorts of problems. He was coming in off the left, and he was swapping over onto the right. They just couldn't control him at all. Couldn't control his trickery in his face. Um, we all played well now. I knew Swayne started out of mid, so it was good to get Mitch in. Um, the back four played really well. Like there was not there was the only standout would say like it was a good team performance, but the standout player on the day would have been Marco. And Mick Ballone as well was very good in the middle, but Will like, I was talking to one of my mates and he says that um three of them three boys in the middle he says he's very, very busy in the midfield, so we were able to see good. It was an overall great performance now. Yeah, no, it is a great win and good to see it in Dublin as well. So you'd be going very far in that competition. Do you have any idea obviously the next round round's not drawn yet, is it? No, we got it. the next round has been done. It was done last week, so we knew who we were going to play going into the going into the round. So we got uh, Kildrum Tigers, the from Donegal, and we got them at home as well. We got a home draw. That was a lucky draw away in Donegal. Have you insane? Yeah, so we got a home draw. So it's on the twelfth of January, the last twenty-two. So um, we have them in the common and. Um, yeah, so, you know what I mean? As I said, we, we, we fancy anyone on our day. Yeah, how are you prepared for that now? Plus. So, um, happy enough with the, with the draw, to be honest. And um, very happy with the, the home draw is, is the main thing. Yeah, big time. And so, that's kind of just after your Christmas break. Are you going to take much of a break over Christmas? Or are you just going to power um, we through? We don't really take a break. We have a game tomorrow. That's our last game. And then, but we'll be, we'll be training over Christmas. I think we we'll probably only take the week of Christmas, like off and then we go back we we'll probably play a friendly we're after getting the game because we have the private pitch in the common we're after getting the game for the fifth so it won't be our fourth game back because we can't be going into a big game like that with um been only our fourth game back so we get a probably a league game on the fifth because we've only played five league games with, with all the cups that we're in so um we probably got a league game on the fifth and get us prepared for that for that game on the 12th yeah happy days exciting times really there for oliver bond but um that's the good news. I heard there's a bit of bad news with your facility. There's something being knocked down. Can you tell us a little bit about that? About the what? Sorry, I just misheard you there. There's a, one of your facilities or the place where you store equipment is being knocked down, yeah. something along that lines. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So basically what's happened there is the clubhouse. Um, the clubhouse has been idle, I'd say, now for about 10 years. Um, I remember years and years ago they used to have a following kids, discos and things like that. But basically there's, there's no facilities in the flats at all beside where we are. And... Um, we tried to get the, the facilities open back up so we could have an actual base to go or we could have we could build it into a clubhouse like we are over at Cherry Archman looking at all the stuff they do. And because the club is down so well now, we need something that that like a base to go back to or if we had teams going back or anything like that where we could go like say with sandwiches and all that or even have team committee meetings or anything at all and then like build it into something. And then we says we could even the guy lads come out like the lads that walk here they they're all like plumbers, electricians, everything like that, carpenters and all. They said they'd, they'd 
build the club up themselves and they do a free of charge. Like, so they're all saying they're all willing to do it themselves. It's just the one city council won't give the get go to give to it. So we went to a meeting with them and supposedly we put our cards on the table and we said we're not happy what's happening. We got like over a hundred kids with a new academy we set up in in the flats where Adam Mitchell and Craig Walsh are coming. Is um is running the, the kids academy from um ages four up to eight, and that's like over fifty kids playing and that and like whether it's like, like what tonight and what does be on a Saturday like there's nowhere for the kids even to go in and if they need to get changed or if they're too cold or anything going on there so it's just it's a bit, it's a it's a very messy one but it's on it's on Dublin City Council's um behalf and anyway they they just don't want to know suppose they heard they want to knock it down and they want to build it into a car park in the in the complex which is. Is absolutely nonsense. Like we need the astro pitch that's right beside it is all to be burned. The lights is disgraceful. Someone will get injured really bad. Like so, it's that's the bad news on that. Like what we're fighting to and now to try and get a new astro relayed and to get the clubhouse redone. But, but, but there's no news on it yet on what's going on. Yeah, it's madness. Like in the city, they're tearing down nice places and putting up hotels and bars. Now they're tearing down a potential clubhouse to put in a car park. Just, exactly, it makes no sense. They're trying to do that bus connect project now to get all the cars out of the city centre in that area, and they go and burn down that for a car park. Like, it's what, what's going yeah. on? It's just it just doesn't make any sense at all. Like. Yeah, it's madness. So hopefully that goes your way now, and you can start building up something nice there because you're going to get a lot of publicity now getting that far in this tournament, and hopefully further yeah. now. Look, that's the way it is. Look, we're so far we've lost one game at the start of the season, and it was against Paul. They gave us they, they bashed us a fairness. They wanted us, they wanted them all. We weren't aware, of, we weren't out on the day. But that was at the start of the season. We went on a two-team, two-team win, win run since then. We've won two-team games, and that's in cup competition. Now, as I said, we've only played five league games. We won four and lost one. But we're in the last six. We're in the last sixteen. I've seen the draw just done there a few minutes ago, and we're actually getting a boy in the Leinster Junior. So we're in the last 16 of the Leinster Junior, the last 32 of the FU Junior, the last 16 of the Polycock Cup, and the last 32 of the Nugent, and then still in the league. So, You'll never get that league finish if you don't get knocked out with a few of them cups. I know, that's what I said. Look, it'll go on to God knows how long. We've planned, we've planned that when the Euros is going on as well. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, and how are you finding it now after moving from the AUL into the LSL this year? Um, it's good. Look, I, I like the AUL now. I like it. It's... Um, it was a good old, um, it was a good league. There was good people that walked in it, but um, obviously with everyone moving out, we had to kind of make the step up, you know, like because we would have been left behind. Like no disrespect to the teams that there, but um, we just we are playing them teams that coming up here, and we were against teams of six, seven, eight, nine, and we were getting more. We would have lost players, you know what I mean? In the process, we would have said the AOL. So we had to go length of thing, and the game was obviously two leagues from intermediate. But you can see how how well we're doing this season is. Is a given that that we should be in this league again. The tough league, like with the likes of Kilmore and Baldoyle, Paul, etc., in that league. Like, but like, we have a good squad here. You know, we've got eighteen to twenty players that are, are training week in, week out, and um, in all weathers like tonight again. Like, and we just everyone is coming together. And there does be ups and downs in the club. There does be with every club and disagreements and whatever. But just the bond that's with this club, like it's in the name as well. Like <laughs> all of our bond, like just the, the bond between the players, the coaches, the fans. The club. We do have like. 20, 40 people who watch it big hands. It's just, it's just amazing to see. So I was only at a committee meeting last week and I just said, lads, there's, there's something special going on here. We really believe that we can actually go and win the FBO Junior. Yeah, that'd be great. And I'd love to see a club like that win it that's kind of, like, not a, you know when I say, I say not a big club as in, you know, yeah. like, you think a club with like a clubhouse and all different squads, you are a big club just missing the clubhouse. Like, you have all exactly. the players there, the committed players that are going to stick around you just keep doing yeah, what you're doing. So that's the kind of club I'd like to see win a big competition. 
not yeah, a big, well-funded club with everything going. for the area and it'd be amazing for everything like, that's going around the area and the way it does be. The Liberty's like, not many big clubs around that area in the south and I see you go down. From where they came, they were in the club three years ago. They won two trebles back to back and then it's what's going on now. We're in the, we're in the senior league and going for every trophy that there is. Like, I mean, we're in the, the clutch of this of five trophies. So from where we were getting getting lens of jerseys off, off different teams at the start when we only came together playing out with a grass pitch in Brickfield. To where we are now, thirty yards to branch bombing and flying on all fronts. Yeah, no, it's great to see, and it's great progress as well. So, yeah. um, what's your plans now, like for next season? Where do you want the club to go? Where? What's your direction? Is want to take everything in? Basically, our main progress at the start was a promotion, promotion, and we wanted to push for the FEO Junior. Look, if we did million trophy this year, it'd be a disaster of a season. That's not yet again. No disrespect, Daniel. That's that's where we are. That's all we've known for the last few years. Winning trophies and. The fourth half of the season has been great, but we need to we need to stay grounded. We need to keep our feet on the ground, and we need to keep pushing. That like the the world is our oyster. Basically, we need to go for showbiz. We need to go go for them, and to basically just take what the front. But we have the squad there. We have the team that are the players that can do it. We need to coach and staff. We're bringing in another coach, Maxi, to get uh, to give us a hand out because we me and Eddie were kind of struggling a little bit, like it was getting a bit overwhelming on the tail, wasn't personal things as well coming on board I and mean, none of us wanted to step away so we had to get another coach in to kind of help us out with the training as well so another coach in at small places as we can able to sit back but, but we're already planning for our players um, as I said coaching boys and we really just our main aim is promotion and hopefully go and, and have a proper crack at that if it was junior yeah and I hope you do get fairly far in it now and I'll have one more question for you now just before you go just, just a random one off the cuff what do you find hardest about coaching? What I find hardest about it, um, let me see, that is a tough question to be honest, Eric. Um, what I find hardest about it is basically the, the commitment, um, getting players up and then getting committed into yourself. Um, you can do all the badges, you know, you've seen a power earlier on from someone, do you need um, badges, the coaching badges, whatever. We have badges, but we'll be going around saying, oh, I'm this, that, and the other. Um, I think it's, it's all about personality, whatever personality you have. If you have a good personality, you can speak, speak to people. We know I can speak to people and I can try my best on, on the the way I react with these players is the way I act with them all the time. Um, but I think that the hardest thing of coaching would be getting the commitment together, getting everyone together and getting your players on side. If you have your players on side, you're halfway there. So um, that would be the biggest hardest thing to me. If, um, if you haven't got your players on side and you have the most, all your coaching badges, like Eddie is excellent at that. I don't think Eddie has any um, coaching badges at all. But what he has, the way he speaks, the respect he has to the lads, the way he can talk to them, the way he nearly he treats them as family nearly. And that, that's his battle there. He just needs his coaching badges to do all what he does there. And the lads just love him. Like he said, we call him Pep. Like and he, he, he's just excellent. Like, so that, that's the hardest thing for me to do is just build a rapport with your players and get, get the commitment from them. Yeah, and you need that. And that's kind of probably why you've a squad that will stick together and hang on if they like being at the club and they like the management, they like what's going on. And obviously being in all the competitions definitely does help as well. But um, exactly. it's the foundation behind that that will keep them there. Yeah, so um, thanks for your time and thanks for taking the interview and having a chat. And well, who's your next game against? You said you have a game tomorrow, next isn't game, it? T- tomorrow night we play East Wall down in um, Richmond Road, down at um, where Stella Martis play. We have them tomorrow night before the Christmas break. That'll be our last game down at the Christmas break. We won't get the lads much left because, as I said, we have a lot going on. So we'll get, we'll get the Christmas out of the way and then we'll do a, um, a bit of work, run them away, get them, get them back, get the, get the talkie out of them. And um, but they, 
they'd be training over the Christmas, they know themselves what that stage this season, so they'd be doing their own bit. But I always tell them, do your own bit if you're not doing that with us. So they, they know that they'd have to be doing a bit with us and doing a bit on their own as well. And then we'll, um, we'll get going again after Christmas when we get tomorrow out of the way. So that was Evan Kane in my patchy interview earlier that I just got last minute. <laughs> and he was... Um, Late to training, thankfully, because if he wasn't, I wouldn't have got the interview in because I was late to the time I told him originally. And it was all a bit thrown together. But we got there in the end. And he's a nice guy and does a lot for football. Good coach, good to listen to. And it's it's someone I'd like to sit down and have a chat with sometime Very if I was around player, that though. side of town. I never actually see... Actually, yeah. no, I did see him play. He, played, he, he played as a banger against us in the league. <laughs> he might not have been a banger because he might have been signed for our band. <laughs> he played for a team, yeah. No, not, not the first team, second team. I'm not even telling you he played Fox. I'm not ratting him out, but he played as a banger for some... He's just ratting him yeah, out. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I didn't anyway. mention the team. <laughs> anyway. I'm not right, I didn't mention the team. Anyway, yeah, he's he, very well He played against us. He was all right. We beat them twice. Though, rinsed. <laughs> scored all the goals. Yeah, he was winding them up from the sideline. Oh, it was great, but you're what can you do? Sorry, um, sorry, Evan, if you're listening, but you were a banger. Don't care if you said you were signed. You weren't. They were all calling you Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a mixed day out in my... Interview with Evan Mick. You have some UCFL news for us. I've talked a lot. So, yeah, no, you do. Sorry, yeah. I'm neglecting Larkin no, over there. Larkin it's just from Kildare. I'm used to it. Sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, look, you said it. You said it. I'm just going to turn Mike a little bit so I can look at you, Mike. Mike Larkin. Mike. That's going to be the LSL. Um, the LSL. I know they have their own podcast, but um, we can we can still talk about them. Yeah, we so what what do you, what's happening? What's happening in the LSL? What's going on? Where's the gossip? What manager's um, going to? So I just took Pat C. Y. A quick, a quick um, glance over all the leagues. You wouldn't talk into the mic there, Logan, will you? We get to the to record here. I uh, I took a quick glance over all the leagues, That's and I was looking at who's top and who's bottom. And the most surprising one is senior uh, senior Sunday, so top division, banger, who couldn't play a game at the start of the season because people kept on sitting on their pitch uh, during games. They are top with Mock the second and Malahide and Cronin are eighth. Yeah, it's After going undefeated yeah. last year, yeah, eighth. It's the maddest, uh, maddest one. You, you, every couple of years you get a bit of a mad... Uh, oh, mental. Uh, senior Sunday. Well, I, think, I think the most surprising one is Port Marnock are bottom and they were very steady since they went up. Do you yeah. Know? They were always just sort of mid-table, no real fuss. Um, senior Sunday... Uh, Sacred Heart, Ferris Clover are top, Lucan are second, and Home Farmer third. Again, probably a bit of a surprise at Home Farmer there. I think a lot of people would have said Kilimana mm. would be there come the end of the season because they're surprised Kilimana aren't up there. Um, Greystone's bottom, uh, Swords and UCD make up the other two. Um, I won't go through them all, but we just Collins down the top of 1A and Dunboyne, who a few seasons ago were. Competing with us to go, or sorry, us competing with Leagues up uh, to go up. It's uh, it it's habit. It's habit. <laughs> uh, we're competing with Leagues up in Senior One Sunday, our bottom of one A, which is really disappointing because Dunboyne are a, a big enough club from that area. And then I looked at the Sunday, at the Saturdays, Crumlin are top of Major Saturday, and Bluebell chasing close behind them. Other than that, there's no real surprises. Seem to be always battling there, the Crumlin and Bluebell. Yeah, regardless of Saturday. <laughs> they are, yeah, they are. Um, the only, the only other one that kind of surprised me was a major Saturday or major one Saturday. Sheriff have only played five games and they're eighth. 
No. Um, and it's a bit of a surprise that they're, or sorry, Major Sunday, that they've only played five games and they've already lost two. I would have thought they would Jeez, have been yeah. one of the one of um, the more favourite teams in that league. They have a heap of cup games, don't they? They do. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Are they out with the junior? Or are they still in it? Yes, they were beaten in junior. Okay, that's a. Um, that's I'm a nearly sure they were beaten in junior. They were yeah, definitely beaten in one of them anyway. Yeah, so that's, um, the, that's them out. And Avondale out of the, the intermediate as well. That's an even bigger surprise. So anyway, getting off topic. Uh, so yeah, a lot of the AUL teams they kept an eye on are doing very well. Ushers are doing well. Oliver Bond came over doing well. St Paul's of Artain are flying. They're very good. They are a very good yeah. side. Youngish, young enough side as well, but they're they're very good. Um, yeah, that's everything I have. That's the LSL. And what's the LSL. what's the been what's been the crack with you since we last talked with you? How are you? How are you getting on? What's the life like? Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> flat out reffing. Flat out reffing. We won't get into it. We'll stay well clear. But yeah, flat out reffing. Not from last weekend. I heard a bit of a bit screw. Yeah, we won't no, get into that no, one. No, no, we, we will kindly sidestep that. Yeah. Uh, still a happy reffing. You graduated from something, did you? Senior, senior on, t- on Twitter. Yeah, uh, graduated from my masters. What was the masters in? Sports management. As long as it wasn't like um, masters in like game management or not as in game management, like refereeing. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, it failed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> game management. Sorry, <laughs> don't know where I was going with that. It sounded good in my head, like. But sure, look, I'm sitting on my hands because I'm absolutely frozen here, um, waiting for bleeding Elsa to jump out of the sideline and sing "Let It Go." It's that cold. But um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's so Send cold. Send help. It's so cold and it's so late, but like trying to get lads with families, or ye Mick, to like <laughs> find time and I suppose Gaz and Carrick as well to get actually and Lark and everybody's busy with life and around this time of year everybody's busy and trying to find lads like to get around to record. It's like trying to pull Adam Johnson away from a fucking under sixteen scrums <laughs> match. Like it's nuts. It's very very difficult to organise this kind of thing. <laughs> and we're moving. Some editing there. <laughs> No allegedly. No edits. Allegedly. <laughs> we, 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 he's not he's, he's, not, he's, he's not in prison in for something he allegedly <laughs> done like he's in jail. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He's not gonna hear this. Nah. Yeah. Well, 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 do they have internet in prison? <laughs> yeah, if they have it in me, they should have it in prison. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, say that I'm actually working in the boy all week there. Fuck I really enjoyed it. Hell, you wouldn't get this on the LSL podcast. <laughs> 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 Right. You might get it next week on the What's, <laughs> hap- <laughs> What's, ha- What's happening? In <laughs> What's happening in the UCFL? No, in the oh, AUL. Oh, sorry. Well, I had a, I had a look at a well, few, well, yeah. I had a look at a few fixtures that were coming up. There's a few few tasty ones the weekend there. Um, Darndale are a team to watch. They are sad. top in their Premier Sunday division. They've played eight games. They've won eight games. They've conceded four goals in eight games. That's the kind of side you're looking at there. That is difficult to match. Um, like they're, they are eight points clear after eight games. Who's second? Kantar for in second. Oh. Um, so it's going to be interesting there. But they are absolutely flying Valley Park. That it was talking about. Oh, sorry, I said Darndale. Darndale yeah, it was, it was <laughs> no, I meant to talk about if it's a Valley Park. We're absolutely flying. Um, it's the Darndale game, the only bleeding Premier Sunday one that I can see on. Oh, can I start this whole thing? Again? <laughs> 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 I had notes, but I'm I've gone off the bloody head here because I'm absolutely freezing. Let's start this again. So news in the AUL. Um, top of their Premier Sunday is Valley Park, who played eight games, won eight, and they've only conceded four goals. They're absolutely flying. Clontarf and second are eight points behind them, so Jeez. it's going to take a lot of catching up for this time of year. I'm not editing that out, by the way. I'm just just rolling with it. Oh, I'm yeah. just taking it into 
the fact that I made a mistake and I'm <laughs> just going to live with that and go on. How many teams are in Premier A? In Premier A, there are 10 teams. Okay. Nice round number. Mm. And <clears throat> so there's a couple of games the weekend. Um, there's Sunday beside. Sunday League. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm having a bad time here. This is shit. <laughs> brain freeze. <laughs> if you're still listening. <laughs> um, oh. The AUL Premier Sunday. Um, the only game in that Friday night is Darndale against Woodlawn. That's out in the AUL Complex. The other game Friday night is Division 3 Sunday. Begsborough, Stan Mullen. And another... Stan Mullen. Stan Mullen. Stan Mullen. Stan Mullen. Whatever, right? Stan Mullen. Stan Mullen. Stan Mullen. Top goal scorer in Division 4, are you well? Yeah, that Patsy YCM. What happened there? What? It's Patsy YFC, you know, Patsy YCM. I've got dyslexia, Larkin. Dyslexics of the world on toy. AUL, Uli Dare Cup. Lusk United are playing Crinian Strand in Rathmore. I will Lusk. So I just like reading out the Friday night games because they're the teams that usually have an Astro or Lights going to decent play. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, well, be on grass though. Obviously. Yeah, but they have lights on grass. You see, it's <coughs> four, dark at 4 o'clock, Mick. You're not kicking a ball mm-hmm. around at 10 without a bleeding torch in your head. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you can't argue with that. Um, Valley Park in their Division 3 are playing Galti on Saturday. As well, that's another good game. Two o'clock down in Plunkett Avenue in Fingless. If many of these, like if they're not on Astros, do you reckon we're going to get much games going ahead the weekend? The weather's bleeding abysmal. No, we're looking not. at snow and ice. And Absolutely next week we're going to be talking about hockey or something because there's going to be no football. And we're getting into Christmas. Talk about but um, <laughs> Division <laughs> 3, <laughs> Biggie yeah. then, we have Broombridge topping that. So Broombridge have played 5 one four. Through one, and they have 13 points. And I'm only talking about this league because it's very, very tight at the top. The first four positions have 13 points, 12 points, 12 points, and 11 points. So that's very interesting for this time of year. So, Broom Bridge are in first, and then we have Moore and Celtic in second with 12 points. Um, Rohini, 12 points as well. And then we have the Plumbers Club Hot Press at 11 points oh. in fourth. And right down at the bottom of AUL Division 3B is Hote Celtic. And they've played six. They've won none. They've drew none. They've lost six, as you could have got it from the previous two <laughs> things I've read out. <laughs> they've scored five goals. I guess he did 19. So he's got five goals in six games. So I wonder who their top... Can I click into that and see who their top scorer is now? No. We're not there yet on the no, AUL website. No. But look, nobody's there. Don't feel bad, AUL. I'm not picking on you. Um. Yeah, so... That's how the 3B stands, and that's pretty much it. The AUL's going well, and I can make can I make a prediction? Oh, okay. About where the AUL is going. Oh, I'm okay. gonna have a do a blind boy podcast here and do a hot take. Okay. Um, I reckon, right from my Twitter spoils, that I think next year or maybe the year after, the AUL are gonna branch out and start the Dublin Business League. Well, they took our idea. They took our idea. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We thought about doing it, but I do not have time for another venture. If you have any ventures in mind that you'd like me to join, please let me know. <laughs> um, so, before we go into the LSL, we're going to give another shameless plug out to ourselves. UCFL. Yeah, yeah, UCFL. Sorry. Um, find us on Twitter at Mixer Podcast, on Facebook at Mixer Podcast, and on Instagram at Mixer Podcast. Wherever you're listening to us on, wherever you get your podcast, can you give us the five stars or a review? Even if you don't like it, at least we know people are listening. Um, that'd be nice. And yeah, tell us what you think. Get on us at Twitter. Send us a message if you want to get on. You want to go to one of your games. We only went out to the Oliver Bond game in the end because 
they were in touch with us and asked us to pop out and that was kind of you You were going to the match I was going to a game then after that game we called off you're like sure look Oliver Bond sent us a message I'll head out there so yeah, that, that's exactly. why we ended yeah, up yeah, there yeah. Um, we're, we're due to go out to, to so many though to be fair people have got in touch like Verona and uh, I do want to go out there and I think they uh, they're doing something very good recently with their jersey I saw on Twitter yeah, uh, so they, I think you were going to uh, bring something up about it, but you can't remember by looking in your face. No, so I they did. have organized a charity to be part of their jersey sponsor. I, I'm going to find out what that charity is briefly. That charity um, was one that's very important to people. And the name of that charity it's is coming Jigsaw. in a moment. There you go. Jigsaw. Did you get it already? Yeah. yeah. Jigsaw. No, I knew, it, I knew it because it was on another It's in them Saw films. <laughs> there we go. Was it? Other podcasts are Ah, oh, Jesus. Other podcasts are available. <laughs> they mentioned it Especially too. after this shit, so. Fair play to them. <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. That's that's brutal. Um. <laughs> that's thanks. Okay. Yeah. So, will you move on to the UCFL now? or Yeah, do you know what? I also want to have a look at before we go into anywhere further. And I'm just going to have a look here. Um, do you remember we done a mixer? Fantasy football. Oh, yeah, and Carrick thought he was in it and he wasn't. Yeah, Carrick, he's a manga. <laughs> oh, that was our shout-out. Carrick wanted a shout-out. There you go, Carrick. <laughs> um, you're welcome. Texas Town, give us a shout-out on the podcast, as if you're missed. Like. <laughs> See, I think the, the Verona manager might be, is that Willie Henry? He's yes, in, He's in Willie. first. He's Musher's pushers. He's in first. Dave Richards in second and Glenn O'Hara in third. Um, then there's... The, no, the closest person I know is Andy Dunn, and he's got 927 points with the leader, Willie Henry, 30 points out on front of 1,005. And that's how we sit this side of Christmas. I'm definitely not going to remember to check it next week. Um, moving over to Mick and the UCFL in your beautifully typed out notes <laughs> that look like Comic Sans from here, but it's definitely Ariel 12, Ariel. isn't it? Ariel, uh, Ariel 11. Ariel 11. Oof, Ariel 11. The businessman. I went Georgia on the other ones. Um, Double spaced? Uh, what? Double spaced? What does that mean? Two, two, two spaces between the lines. Uh, no, oh. <laughs> you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't get in at the UCD now. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what so other colleges are available? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so UCFL, um, the Oscar trainers. I were playing last night uh, against Kildare District League, and the match took place at nine p.m. <laughs> out in Kilcullen ASC. I was going to go out, and then I was like. I was thinking, 9 p.m. is actually really good. It actually suits me. That's when I can actually leave my house. That's when I'm allowed to do whatever I want. <laughs> That's when I'm allowed to do But uh, then I realized that it's in Kildare. So, um, <laughs> the other problem there is they had the home fixture. Got called off because it was obviously lashing because it's December or end of November in Ireland. And they never thought of organizing Astro. If they had to went and organized Astro, they could have had the home game. So and at a normal time. Was that what you were to talk about? I'm going to get into this, right? Oh, so sorry. This is Oscar Trainer. Oscar Trainer is dear to my heart because it's. I think it's a great conversation and it bugs the shit out of me that, uh, how we approach it in the UCFL. So uh, they were beating 2-0 against the Kildare District Lead at Kilcullen AFC. JP McDonough scored two goals. And the highlights are on Justin Burke Sports on Facebook, and they don't do the UCFL any favors. <laughs> dearie, dearie me. Um, they could have. All they, what do you mean they don't do the UCFL any favors? The only good bleeding highlight reel I see, and you can't do, you can't edit a good good match into a highlight reel. If they don't score a goal. Like I know, but uh, anyway. So that brings the two games that the UCFL played. 
They lost 2-0, obviously, last night. And the previous game, they lost 3-0 to Kilkenny. So they're out again, having not won a game again for the two, second year in a row. No goal scored this year. Um, it's, and the LSL are also out as well. So there's no Dublin leagues in the Oscar training left. Yeah, you're welcome as well. They didn't put a team in because they've no... She really did the UCFL. So they're going so. well this year, now, aren't they? Yes. So Carlo won it last year, I believe, uh, if I remember correctly. And... Uh, oh, that might be wrong. Shit. But um, anyway, so the UCFL... It's, it's Listen, it's time that the UCFL <coughs> starts putting some fucking effort into the into the Oscar trainer side. Mix it up a little bit. Look, but not mix it up. I don't I don't care who's picked. I want the players to want to go play. They have the same jerseys that they had six years ago. What? They have this they have warm up they're giving warm up sure, before they get there and you have to give them back but after Mick, the game. You're only playing the two matches a year in them. You can't justify new jerseys. I know, <laughs> it's a massive thing to be like you were the best eleven going out and represent your and league. The jerseys you are be horrible. Why are we wearing black and red? Black and red. I don't like the colours of black and red. Sorry. Out Sorry, there. Cherry Orchard. Yeah. And I'll read the hide. I don't like black and red. It just bothers me. Anyway, but like six years, there's no training sessions. Now, that's not down to players or anything like that. But like, it, why wasn't Astro booked? Do we, is, did they not just bother their arse? It's, it's, it's a very, very... Why are they, dro- why are they all driving to games? Can you not just meet up somewhere in Dublin and go, right, we'll get a bus out together and we'll talk about tactics on the way out? Like, what? Like... Make an effort with it. Do they even do, do they have a WhatsApp group? They probably do, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's do you know what I mean? Like, it's just I don't know. You, you might as well. What's the point in going into it if you're not going to bother? Just to say, oh, we we entered in, we filled. In fairness, like it doesn't it doesn't matter who. If you like, let's say you have a, two great players, they might not play great together. Like you need to know and like watch people. Each train once to get some idea of who gels, who doesn't, who talks, or who's loud, who's quiet. But surely, like, surely, right? The, the, the first game was what. Six weeks ago. So what are we talking? Late October? Mm. Right. So the season starts last weekend of August. Second last weekend in August. Okay. So go out then. So whoever's the manager. Now I'm not blaming the manager. But if someone who wants to put their name forward for it. I understand last year Hutch, Hutch resigned. No one else took it. So he said, right, I can't leave his without a manager. So we'll do it again. So fair play to him. So but what I would like to see is go to the games early. Get a friendly in early September. Get a team, get a squad together, and start training. Do you know what I mean? Like it's I don't know. It maybe it sounds too simplistic to me, and there's a lot of admin issues. But surely, if we push it, if the UCFL push it from above, and it's not Hutch on his own trying to go, will you play? Will you play? Will you play? Do you know what I mean? John Fraser goes out all the time. He's on the UCFL board. He's very good because he does the reports for the matches for the website. He's the only one that goes to the game. The UCFL. Now maybe the rest of them can't go out in the cold because, like, do you know what I mean? Like, they're very old men and they're great men, but like, Jesus Christ, can we just put some sort of effort into it? Anyway, that's the Oscar trainer. <coughs> a lot of shy this year again. <laughs> Sick of it. Uh, I think if we just I got just a list, their win. Well, that's all. Found money in Monterey exactly. lads, and they're all good lads. The Cultures beat us at football. Like, hey, you know I mean? like, hey, hey! Those Cultures <laughs> are decent at football. Monterey in that league and Clown Mullion. See what I mean? Like, they're not even real names. <laughs> they're not the beaters. What are you doing? They're all different parts of Nace and Newbridge. Oh, different parts of Nace and Newbridge. Nine teams in Nace. That's what he found See what we're here. up against. See what? There's no pride in your bleeding county. Anyway. Yeah, we think we, we need do. next year, <laughs> if the UCFL are listening, which I know at least one of them does, just go out, send an email to all the Premier League, Premier teams, say, 
give me a list of players who want to play. Yeah, mm. put and it then out to the teams. If you don't the get premier, a squad out of that, enough. drop a division and say, give me a list of players that want to play. Yeah. Shortlist three players every position, bring them out to a training session, narrow it down, it's you like, have a squad. It's like trials in the gap. The DDSL take it out of people's hands. Or t- well, they know what clubs to go after, but they also have this year stepped in and asked people like make a recommendation about a player. If you see exactly. a player you think is good enough, go and make a recommendation. Like they asked the refs when I was refing in UCFL, put down who was man the match, and yeah. who you think stood out for the for the team. And I was like, the manager not come out and anyway. So changes are required, please UCFL. Eric says you listen. Bring in the uh, well, he has money, so. <laughs> uh, so in the Premier Division, uh, there's a match on tomorrow night. It's between Castle Celtic and AGP. Um, so South William Street Celtic uh, beat AGP last week five nil. Uh, South William Celtic absolutely love scoring goals, and um, they scored loads. Um, the internet is down, so I can't tell you exactly how many they scored. I think thirty nine. Uh, they have some very very good players. Yes, they do. So if Castle win tomorrow. It kind of, <laughs> kind of, like, South William Street Celtic are actually about, they're, they're a good bit clear. Um, they're on 21 points. I think AGP are on 14, and AGP are second. And Castle Celtic, if Castle Celtic beat AGP tomorrow, AGP, I don't think, can catch. South <coughs> uh, William Street, Castle Celtic can't, won't catch. South um, William Street, I don't believe. So, we're back to the old reliables again. VC have played five and they're nine points. Uh, they've run, they're on nine points, so they need to win all their games in hand uh, to be on the same amount of points as South Williams. Now, they, they haven't hit the heights that they've hit in previous years and they've lost, obviously, AO front. So, um, it's, it's going to be tough. But I think the Premier might be over already. I think it might be done. Jesus. That's like it's, it's, it's a bit like the Premier League. It's wrapped up. You know I, mean? I cannot <laughs> wait to revisit that clip in, say, April, when C Oi. just pee still. Who was the what? <laughs> the title, dude. <laughs> or Leicester, ought to be even better. Nah, Man, you sacked. Um, ought to be even better. Not a chance. Right, so VC played Banger last week, and that was in the FAI, or LFA Junior, I believe. Yes. Uh, a terrible, 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 terrible game. Uh, VC had zero shots. Oh Jesus! Not even zero shots on target, just zero shots. Banger had two shots, one on target, and the last one was, in, or the second shot was in the last minute, as VC were pushing for an equalizer. So I received, or one of my sources from the VC camp, uh, text me yesterday. To state that they're playing Rosemount movie. Oh, here we here we go. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Next Wednesday in no, Crumlin, are they? Because then they might be playing in Bleeding Shank Hill. Because <laughs> nobody knows with that. I heard it was on a league slip. It could be out in league slip. Half the team are going to Shank Hill. Half of them are going to league slip. The referees off the so, knock. If that's confirmed, uh, speaking of knock, it's gonna be some game. Oh, I think you should go, Eric. Um, what day is it? What time? Wednesday. <sighs> what time? What? It's not your training, man. You're right, it's my day off, man. There you go, Wednesday. Is it? It might be in Crumlin. It hasn't been confirmed. That's text from someone in VC telling me that Rosemount haven't put that in now. Because obviously, I don't know, like whatever went on. That there. has to come through the Residents Association oh, first, wait. through their Twitter, and then their still, main team will retweet that. Still, still waiting on Rosemount Movie to answer my question that I put to them on Twitter as to when did they inform VC that the match had been moved and 
to move to 4pm because their advertisement did say 12 and it did say 12 in the paper and you're changing it for f- you're changing it from 12 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon that's massive change that's f- mm. like we're talking that's like that's a shift in, in some people's work do you know yeah. what I mean some people have part time jobs that's a shift that they're missing so if you told them if Rosemont will be told VC on the Tuesday no issues if you told them on the Thursday or Friday sorry it's too late is it 72 hours late. notice in the LFA don't know but it's, I couldn't give a bollocks what the rules are to be honest <laughs> with you the Thursday is too late for four hours. Is are mad? They wouldn't answer me, but they they were tweeting loads, and then I asked them some questions, and they never came back to me. So come back to me, please. Uh, I'm very angry. Also, things the cold, and I think I saw, just saw the exit polls. Boris Johnson, prick. Anyway, um, other prime ministers are available. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Fucking hell, they know better. Uh, anyway, Division Two um, at the weekend, Castle Celtic seconds. Lost 3-1 to Sanford St. Mary's, so that puts Sanford St. Mary's top and clear. Eight points clear of Booterstown, who are in second, so that's a great lead already. And they're ten points clear of Castle Celtic, who would have had ambitions of winning that league. Uh, anyone can win Division 2. And, um, yeah, so that's pretty poor. Again, Division 2 probably wrapped up. Like, you throw away eight-point lead. Now, I think Booterstown would have a game in hand. Do we know any teams who've ever thrown away an eight-point lead? Oh, I like that. <laughs> was that his eight? I thought it was more than eight. <laughs> uh, Division three, we have to mention Ashwood. Uh, played nine, won nine, scored 39. Jesus. Conceded nine, and they're on 27 points, obviously, and they won 4-0 against Mid-Sutton Sportslink at the weekend in Division three. The cup draws were made in the UCFL as well. So um, we had Challenge Cup, which is the flagship tournament for the UCFL. Had no real standouts. Maybe us against VC if VC get past Harding. Over against VC, uh, you'd like to think you get a nice draw in Challenge Cup. It's a great day out. Um, the MMI Cup, which is contested between Division Two and Division Three teams, I would say standout toy was Ashwood against Dunshockland. So Ashwood top of Division Three against Dunshockland. Probably some, probably at the bottom of Division Two. I haven't seen them, but you know yourself. Uh, previous podcasts are available, and you can hear my opinions on Dun Chocolate there. Um, and the Sydney, where have I got this? Sydney Bedlow. Uh, so my second favorite team in Tala, Old Bon, beat Kulak Village seconds at the weekend after extra time. Please send me a free top, Matthew. Um, they're very nice. Um, they are very nice. They're really they? nice, yeah. Um, they mixer hoodies. Yeah, they are, they're nice too. And they're very warm, actually. <laughs> I should have worn my mixer hoodie. <laughs> so, Oban beat Kulak finished the seconds after extra time. Went, it was one all at the end of full time. Uh, Sean Carrick scored uh, one and Glenn Winston scored two. There's a very good, very, very good match report on the uh, social media page, Facebook. <laughs> Oban's <laughs> Facebook. And they are not in the social media World Cup because they only joined Twitter about sold it like Ashwood and stuff. No, Ashwood are sorry, they're only they're not in because Matthew's there. No, it's it's sorry, that's wrong. It's because Alban are only around about four weeks. Ashwood aren't. Four weeks. so old Bon now played on Shockland seconds in Sydney Bellow in the next round, so they'd be looking to hopefully get to a final there. Uh, and then the Dickie Knight Cup, as it's called, Richard Knight Cup, which is contested between first division teams and Premier Division teams, UCFL. So we 
probably stand out toy there will be VC a home Castle Celtic so an all Premier toy and then Ratmines Roosters at home to Harding so Ratmines Roosters to be Division <coughs> 1 near the top and Harding uh, mid-table Premier team could be on for a shock there I would actually fancy Roosters to get the job done there but that is everything on the UCFL games this weekend there will be none because it's fucking lash now and um, except for that Castle game tomorrow so go watch it's in Wheeling Park it's very nice facilities and there's a Circle K next door and Circle K are they still doing the best coffee no I like Rosen now these days I like um, Maxwell I like Frank and Honest I don't stop at a Maxwell Axel. actually oh, saying that I'm going to stop at a Maxwell in the morning get I was Rosa. told to stop in this one get the coffee they have Barista and the one I'm stopping in now that's why I'm stopping so at the quest of life I'm living at the moment make yeah. barista life you living know? like a Tory living like a Tory <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes yeah, so that's everything in the UCFL that's, uh, that's pretty much the lot are yeah. we all are we, go- are we good to wrap it up have you yeah. have you said everything you needed to say you don't have anything left have, built yeah. up inside you no, want to no, bring no, out no, to the no, table no? no no fuck Boris congratulations Boris fuck Boris yeah fuck, fuck Boris but congratulations <laughs> Boris okay Jesus now that's let's move fuck on fuck the Tories so thanks very much to the lads in Epic Fitness for having us this is a nice studio, albeit minus two degrees at the moment. My arse is absolutely falling off me on this chair because it it's just gone numb. If you had seen me the last few minutes, you're looking down, but I was absolutely squirming. I'm in pain. Oh, you can you can hear it on on the mics. Can you? Because I'm in <laughs> I'm in genuine pain. Okay. Um, yeah. Thanks to the lads for having us. Without you, this would not be possible. Without doing this Monday. podcast in my couch. Monday. What's nine Monday? o'clock on the Mixer Twitter page. Mixer podcast. Vote. Retweet, vote, retweet. If you like, I swear to God, I'm coming after you. Find us on Twitter at Mixer Podcast, on Instagram at Mixer Podcast, and on Facebook at Mixer Podcast. <laughs> now, Mick has one more thing to say, and I'm going to hang on and say like a boy this week. Am I? Yeah. Oh. What else do you have to say? Do I have something to say? I don't know, do you? No. Okay, well then, end the fucking podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you going to say goodbye, Mick, or what? Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks. Bye, Eric. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Lord. Thanks, Lord.